emotions is probably one of our biggest enemies when it comes to making sound decisions, personally and business. The designer drip is everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. The cars have loud pipes. So the discipline has to be there. Yeah. So when you get money, don't go blow it all on drip. Don't get the car with the loud pipes all the time. Let the rejection, let the rejection be the highest form of motivation for you. Never give up. So I appreciate you all for watching this episode of Secrets of Silent Success. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. How's it going guys? And welcome to another episode of Secrets of Silent Success. Today we have the one and only TW On Demand. How are you doing this evening, sir? I am absolutely amazing, my good man. Thank you for asking. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad you're here, but we'll jump right into it, all yes, right? Sir. So you're the chief editor at Addison Suite. You're the creator of Members Only. Tell me about your passion for media, but not just any media, media that inspires and motivates others. Mm, good question. Okay, so my passion for media started, maybe if I, it's okay if I kind of give you, you where Give me the start? backstory, yeah, I can tell, tell me. Um, <laughs> 1999, I'm going to give my age for the most part. Yeah. I started as a DJ. Okay. Like a real DJ. Gotcha, Two turntables, gotcha. yeah, techniques, yeah. mixer, scratching, blending, records, vinyl. That was the beginning, and from there, um, I went into uh, radio broadcasting, okay. and music started to change. Sure, sure. Um, I kind of fell out of love with it, to be honest with you. Hmm. The elements were removed. You know, I come from the era to where the packaging, standing in line to purchase mm -hmm. a CD, yeah. ripping the plastic off, reading all that good stuff, so that was kind of gone, and yeah, that yeah. kind of... Um, took me out of it for the most part, then I transitioned into um, videography, okay. uh, cinematography, and TV network production, luxury magazine publications, yeah, yeah. and luxury hospitality. But my goal was always to be like the next version of a Ted Turner, hmm. um, owning all aspects of media, film, print, radio, news, yeah. um, everything, you know. Um, but in, in order for me to be a great owner of that, I needed to know how it was ran. Needed to know the structure of it and things of that nature. So I learned how to do everything myself for the most part. Mm -hmm. Shooting, editing, graphics, motion graphics, yeah. graphic design, audio engineering. Mm -hmm. um, did it all. And the passion just came from, the re where it really came from, rest in peace my grandma. Hmm. That's where it came from, bro. Um, she bought me a turntable on top with two uh, cassette players on yeah. the bottom. and. Yeah buying records and I would try to make my own mixtapes and stuff like that <laughs> as a kid in Philly and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So the passion came from her, what she installed into me, yeah. and then me being able to get into certain um, ventures like DJing and the other aspects of media as I you know, explained earlier. Yeah, 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 man. You hit a you hit a, a soft spot with the grandmother. I lost my grandmother last month. Oh, man, and, I'm sorry. And man, you talk about just a second mama. Any any endeavor, any hobby, anything that you wanted to do, man, you talk about, hey, she was there. She was there, she man. She was there, man. She was there. So you hit, you hit a little soft spot for me. Bro, you and quick. your family have my <laughs> entire condolences. You, I brother. just buried my last grandmom about a year ago. Wow. And I grew up with all my grandparents, all wow. of them. Wow, that's special. 
Very special. That's special, man. That's special. <laughs> Live with them all. Yeah, yeah. All that, yeah. yeah. Uh, full, full set. Got you, got you. So we'll, we'll pivot back yep, real quick. Yep. Pivot back. Uh, the Addison Suite. Yes, sir. Right. Tell me about it. Tell me about your role there and, and what do you all do? So the Addison Suite, realistically, it's a derivative of the main goal. The main goal for the Addison Suite is to be um, luxury hotels, yep. luxury boutique hotels. Yep. Um, while we're actually building out that process, I needed to create something that would add value to that name. So when the hotel is established, people are familiar with it. So that's where yep. the magazine came from. Yep. Yep. Started with a website, yep. then from the website, um, I was home one day, just got fired from General Motors, right? Hmm. They canned me, I'm gonna be straight up with you. Canned me, got me out of there, right? Yeah. Um, soon as I got home, something just came right across my mind and said, make a magazine. Hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went and started reaching out to all of these companies all across the world. Yeah. And the response was through the roof. Hmm. And they started sending me everything I needed. And then I started putting the magazine together. And so the magazine is pretty much um, luxury fashion, travel, fine dining, real estate, health and wealth, philanthropy, um, fine arts, fine wines, like the best of the best. Yeah. And that's what we expose. It, it's not so much of how much money you have, mm -hmm. It's your level of taste, yeah. <laughs> your vision, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, how you look at detail. Yeah. That's what gets you inside of the Addison Suite. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, the, the, the demographic is probably 25 to 65, all races. We're big on diversity. Awesome. We love awesome. culture, we love people, and we love ex just showcasing beautiful things externally yeah. and internally. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about showcasing beautiful things. You got this passion for media over here, got this passion for luxury over here. You blended the two. Tell me about that marriage, if you will. Mm. The marriage, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, man, the marriage is something awesome, bro, because um, every day I'm inspired. I get up, hmm. um, I'm inspired. The, the marriage comes from sonic vibrations and visual stimulation. Mm -hmm. That's what bridges yeah. that. Um, there's so many beautiful brands and things out here, man. And if you got an eye for it, mm -hmm. you can bring it together. You know, um, media for for a long time lacked a lot of um, those components to a degree. Okay. To a degree, um, it was either this or that. It's not too many people that want to really combine luxury and media mm -hmm. at the same time because luxury realistically has nothing to do with money. It's the experience yes. that you give people. Yes. Yeah. The memories you cure, you know, you curate. Yep, yep. And combining that with media, which is um, the platforms we have, mm -hmm. the videography, the cinematography, the audio engineering, the podcasting, yep. and so on and so forth. And we bring that together. And my love for luxury is always going to be portrayed in media hmm. because of how we pay attention to detail, yeah. the quality of what the audio, how we record, yeah. how we distribute, what we wear, yeah. how we present ourselves. That's that's the marriage, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that, that does make sense. I would ask you also, you talk about luxury is not just monetary, mm -mm. right? It's all about the details. You yep. have a love for, for, for luxury. Oftentimes, the luxury does get a bad connotation yep. or a bad rap because you think about it's money, right? Yep. What is your, 
I guess, rebuttal to that when people have that negative connotation about luxury? Um, you got to keep an open mind. Um, an open, diverse mind. Hmm. A lot of people's um, opinions come off of their experience. Yep. You know, everybody's experience is their own experience. You know, but if you just keep an open mind, luxury is beautiful, man. It's an experience, bro. It's, um, it's sometimes it's something you can't capture on your phone or record on your camera, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, service. Mm -hmm. I'm big on service, right? So there's a certain place I got to eat. Yeah. Tier of restaurants. Yeah. There's a tier of hotels I got to stay in. Mm -hmm. Not so much because of the dollar aspect of it, because of the service. Yeah. And when I st stay at a Ritz Carlton mm -hmm. or a, a Nobu yeah. or something, it's the service. Yeah. That's luxury to me. Yeah. When you walk in and they know you by your name. Hmm. Good morning, Mr. Addison. How can we assist you? Um, they know what you want. It's yeah. waiting in your room. That part. Yeah. Yeah. That's luxury. Yeah. And I would want you to, I don't even know the question really, but I want you to dive into it a little bit more yep. because I'm 22, 23 years old. I have a media production company and I had a client that was a roofing contractor company yep. put me on a private plane mm. to go film for them. Mm. That changed, that changed your life, right? You're like, okay. The other side lives a little differently. And it's not about the monetary, it was about the comfortability. It's about the service, right? You walk on the tarmac, you walk up there, you land, and, and, and you get in the car, you go right to your gig, right? Mm -hmm. So by having that experience, that exposure, to your point, it changed my way. I did a lot of things, the way you work, the way you think. I would ask you, did you have a moment in time where you experienced some luxury that changed the way that you work, the way that you do life, so you could attain more luxury? Yep. Um, when I first went to California, <laughs> well, it's actually the second time. California will do that to you. It, it will do that. <laughs> so I drove from Atlanta all the way to San Diego. Wow. Three days, right? Yeah. Um, I got fed up with Georgia for a while, and I said, you know what? I'm out. Um, I packed up everything, took my camera guy, and we drove through every southern state. Southeast, mm -hmm. mid-south, getting to the southwest. And the time we hit New Mexico, Arizona going on in, it changed everything. Hmm. This, that trip is what got me into luxury when I drove through these states and saw creation, how gorgeous it was, how close we were to the clouds coming yeah. down and the yeah. rocks and the boulders and the dirt and I said, this is luxury. Yeah. Like Scottsdale, Arizona, that's one of my favorite places. I call it the luxurious desert. Hmm. It's gorgeous out there, man. And getting into San Diego, staying at the U.S. Grant, which was like 500 bucks a night. Some may say that's a lot. That may be peanuts for people. Yeah. The U.S. Grant changed my life. It inspired me so tough to where I filmed the whole <sighs> Uh, promotional clip yeah and I called it success San Diego yeah um, off of a, a reality series I was working on which I had success Atlanta so I, I stayed at this hotel and it was pure luxury bro everything up the US grant San Diego on Broadway bro that changed everything the food hmm. walking into these hotel rooms and these suites and the the fragrance you smell yeah 
you hear Sade, um, those kind of soft sonic vibrations going. The beach is not too far. Mm -hmm. Broadway is out there. The energy, that turned me on to luxury. And I said, okay, I can't stay nowhere under here. Like yeah. this tier, we can't go lower than this. Yeah. And then we, from there, then we drove to LA, to the LA Live. And this is when LA Live first opened. It was probably like two months old. We stayed there for dirt cheap, like a buck fifty a night yeah. at the time. <laughs> Luxury, bro. And when I stayed at these two places, I said, nah, we can't go back. Hmm. Um, and we're gonna have to put plays in motion to where we can ensure we can live like this as much as we can. There you go. You know, so like how that private jet ride inspired you? Yeah. Going to these hotels hmm. and feeling that energy of the highest level of service, the food, top notch. Yeah. Um, the drivers, the valet, everything was just on point. Yeah. Changed my life, bro. And that's what really got me that luxury bug and saying, okay, this is how, excuse me, this is how we got to live. Yeah. And this is what we showcase. And we don't stop till we get there. Yeah. Nah, amen. <laughs> I say California did it to a lot of people. Done. <laughs> no, it it hasn't been the same ever since, man. Yeah. Cali is a is a whole nother thing, it's man. It's different. It's different. Uh, to take it back to the to the production side of yep. things, uh, you're part of a TV launch and in, in TV network launch in 2016. Yes, you sir. You talk about a, a global publication. Tell me about those experiences and what did those experiences from a work standpoint do for you? 2016 was fun. Um, I launched uh, my network called LBC The Network, which stands for Liquid Vision Cinema. I started that in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And um, I started it because I got tired of being denied, right? I got tired of those doors being closed. I got tired of going to companies and entities and people and producers and artists and models and all these different elements of the game and begging them to see how dope I am. Yeah. Got tired of begging people to see that I, I'm dope and I was probably doper than them. Yeah. Not to be arrogant or anything, but that part got played out. So I mm -hmm. said, you know what? Let me create my own thing, yeah. Liquid Vision Cinema. And that was the film side of things. And then LVC, the network, was the TV side. Yep. So 2016, I launched the network, 46 US cities, 32 million homes, right? Um, over the air TV. Are you familiar with over the air TV? Just traditional, like, uh, like satellite TV, right? Or no? Not satellite, but it's free TV, right? Okay. So back in the day, they called it rabbit ear TV, right? Okay. So your grandparents, aunts and uncles, they would know about this. The antennas? Yes. And that's what I meant by satellite. The antennas on the back of the TV. Y yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. So yeah. that's what that was. And I forgot exactly what year in the 2000s, but um, the mandate came from the FCC mm -hmm. that they was... Right. Oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when that happened and we got all of these crystal clear HD channels, 50, 60, 70 of mm -hmm. them, the over-the-air over opportunities came. Yeah. So 46 U.S. cities, we were broadcasting in major cities, ATL, here, mm -hmm. um, New York, Miami, Tampa, San Fran, just major cities. Yeah. They gave me one hour every Saturday. I had two shows called Liquid Vision Cinema, where we um, showcase independent film critique shows, okay. um, and a show called uh, CC's Culinary Cooking Show, mm -hmm. and loved that hour. And every hour, those two shows went out in all of those cities, wow. like clockwork. And my goal was to have a 24-hour network. Mm -hmm. A lot of work in that. Yeah, is not for the week. 
Not at all. The amount of content that you have to have yeah. without being redundant and playing things over and over and over, whew, yeah. that's a real job. But that was real fun. I filmed everything. I edited everything. Yep. Wow. I put it on a network by myself. I promoted it. My own funds. Yeah. No help, be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of the 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 all power, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. the only help I really had. So yeah. I did that in twenty sixteen for about a year and a half. And then from there the magazine came. Gotcha. And it just went from there, you know? Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite phrases is that if you can't get a seat at the table, build your own table. Right. And it sounds like you build your own table. My question for you is, how did you get the resources to do it? How did you get the I know you were editing and doing everything yourself, but you still got to have a team. You still got to have people that's going to help you. How were you able to have the resources and, 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 and the hands made to help you do what you do? No team. No team. All you. Everything. Wow. The only resource and help I got was from my grandma that passed. Wow. My grandma, maybe. Um, my mom periodically and yeah. my other aunt, but my grandmother who passed, yeah. Angie Lee Frazier, she poured into me wow. big time. She was she poured into me to where I could move around the country to build this up, to build the network, meet the people, yeah, yeah, yeah. have the equipment, because in the beginning nobody knows you. Yeah, not too many people want to play with the kid that, that nobody knows. Mm -hmm. You're not that popular, so. Yeah. You don't have a buzz. Back in the day, it was a buzz. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so she poured into me. And as she got closer to her deathbed, she turned it up. Hmm. Could you imagine not knowing where your next opportunity for media is going to come and you need money, right? Because that's what it really boils down that's to. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> and you get a phone call saying, yeah. hey, boy, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine, Grant. How you doing? Hey, I just put $8,000 in your bank account. Wow. What? You didn't even ask for it. You don't ask your grandparents for anything but just love. Yeah, yeah. And my grandmother was a diehard Christian, saved, sanctified, all of the above, right? Yeah. She didn't know much about the industry, but when I would tell her, like, yo, I got to shoot with such and such, Grandma. Really? <laughs> she would, I can hear on the other end, yeah. light up. Yeah. And then uh, two weeks later, hey, you got, I just put 10000 there. I just put eight. Wow. I just put 12 I just put, and it was needed. Yeah, yeah, so when yeah. we talk about resources, yeah. that's where it came from yeah. in the early, early yeah, 2000s. She was a seed funded. She was a seed, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what helped me move around yeah, and absolutely. get the cameras and the editing and the, Macintosh, the MacBook Pros and yeah. the software because all that stuff costs. It all costs, man. And I had a brother, one play brother, his name was Keith. Um, he would bless me with MacBook Pros because he yeah. was he was blessed in a blessed situation. Yeah. Could you imagine getting a MacBook Pro for free or for two hundred dollars, brand new? Yeah. Fresh out the box. Yeah. Not heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Not heard Not of. Not heard of. They three grand, three four grand. Come on. <laughs> Fully yeah. blowed out. He would just call yeah. me and slide that to me. Wow. So that was the help. But yeah. as far as in meeting people to really come aboard yeah. and say, hey, we believe in you and we're going to write, nah. nah. Nah, yeah. not really, bro. It's all, all internal. Yeah. Wow, wow. So you talk about three keys to your success, right? You yep. talk about the master and the art of communication. Yep. Elevating your inner circle. Yep. And eliminating emotions when it comes to business decisions. Yep. I want you to break all three of those down and talk to me. 
Um, let's start with the greatest one is mastering art of communication. Yep. Um, that is an art. It is. Not too many people know how to communicate and communicate effectively. Sure. Um, it's simple as following up. Hmm. When you go out and network, you get business cards, whether they're hard copies or digital, follow up. Um, the language you're using inside of your communication. Yeah. Clean it up. Um, don't always look like a beggar when you're sending out communication. Send, send out words. Let them know you're a boss on your end, too. Yeah. But you're kindly and humbly requesting their services. Just master knowing how to communicate, how to talk to people. Mastering how to listen. Hmm. That's part of communicating. People can do this all day long, but don't really know how to sit and listen and yeah. absorb it properly. Yeah. Um, so mastering art of communication um, eliminating your emotions. Emotions is probably one of our biggest enemies when it comes to making sound decisions, personally and business. Sure. You know, um, for those who subscribe to the Bible and things of that nature, there's something in there that says, you know, great is a man that could conquer and rule a city, but great is one that can rule a spirit. Your spirit is your emotions. Hmm. And if you can't rule your spirit and your emotions, you are in trouble. And we see it on the news all the time, from celebs to athletes to just business people, just mm -hmm. regular people. They get into a lot of stuff, and you'd be like, how did you end up here? Yeah, yeah. Where was the, the middle? Like, how did it go from here to here? How did you get shot, sir? Hmm. Is it something you said? You know, like, you couldn't keep your mouth closed? Yeah. Sometimes you got to know how to walk away your emotions. Yeah. So business and personal, I tell people all the time, don't make no decisions when you're high emotionally. Whether you're high in joy or you're high in anger or you're high in pain, cool off. Hmm. Get to a, neutral, to a neutral zone, then you go make that decision. Mm -hmm. Don't make no decision when you're too happy. Yeah, you're too that's happy. the key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're too happy, you're going to give everything away. Yeah, yeah. You're too angry. Nobody ain't getting nothing. Everybody out. We shutting this down. We're done. Yeah, Cause yeah. you're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, the, the emotions. You got to master that. Um, emotions, communication, and the circle. Right. Elevating your circle. Elevating the circle. The people you that are around you, brother. <laughs> Woo! They determine how high you go. Outside of the divine power you subscribe to, the people around you can make you or break you. Yeah. The ones you start with probably will not be the ones you end with. Um, you have to find people who understand vision, quality, who get the bigger picture. Um, and it's not a lot of that, you know. Your circle is everything. You don't have to be the best of friends but you gotta have a circle that respects what you do, understands what you do, mm -hmm. and willing to pour into you, yeah. adding that value, and vice versa. Sure, sure. And there's tons of keys, but those three, for me, um, yeah. has been everything. And lately, I don't think there's been any more to really come around, but I've been yeah. just, I think the circle has been more, prevalent than anything right now. Mm. 
because people are dropping off. Yeah. Um, and some are trying to come around. Yeah. And everybody that shows up, I don't think, should be a part of the team. Sure, sure. But talk, talk to me. So I want to dive a little deeper on those okay. three. And you talked about the circle being one of the most important for you right now. Yep. Where does your discernment lie, right? What are you looking for if you say, hey, you're in the circle, you're not in the circle, or, or are you getting into other circles yourself, right? Where, where does your discernment come from? What are you looking for? Mm. Loyalty. Um, loyalty has a huge umbrella. A lot comes under loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, I need loyal people. I need loyal people who know how to communicate. That's what it really boils down to. Um, I'm looking for those who are equally givers and takers. Hmm. I don't need a chronic giver and I don't need a chronic taker. I need you balanced. Um, I need someone that has peace in their spirit when they come around me. Yeah. Because if you ain't got no peace, I don't think we can move that far. Yeah. Even if it's just business, like it, it's going to show. It's going to mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. You know. But loyalty, brother, um, that is something that is so underestimated. Yeah. You know, loyal. When you're building your circle, like you say, you're 22, 23, your circle is going to shift. Mm-hmm. When you get in your late 20s, 30s mid 30s 40s it's going to shift and it's going to get thin Hmm. and as it gets thinner and the older you get and the further you get in your journey there's for me there's less room for mistakes yeah yeah more to lose you you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, it's more to lose and you can't be close to me and make certain mistakes Hmm. you can't be close now yeah (laughs) because if you're close to me you know what time it is. Yeah. You know how I move. You know how I get down. Um, likes, dislikes. So don't do nothing that's going to require grounds for termination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put yourself out. Yeah. And a lot of that happens, but that circle is everything, brother. Yeah, yeah. And, and the second one you talked about was eliminating those emotions, especially when it comes to mm, business, right? Mm-hmm. Talk to me personally. Ooh. What do you do? You meditating, you woo sign, you listen to music, you working out. What are you doing to be a stoic, to, to control those emotions when it matters most? Because they're going to show up when it matters most. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> so um, I seek counsel. Yeah. And I seek counsel in a lot of areas. I'm not looking for nobody to tell me what I want to hear. I got one, two, three, maybe four solid people I can call on this face of this earth and, yeah. and it's an entire the directors, if you will. Right. <laughs> and say, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. What do you think about that? Am I overreacting? Hmm. Because it took me a long time to get to where I'm at, bro. Yeah. Um, I used to be the guy back in the day to say, all right. I don't like what you just said. I don't like what I'm hearing. Um, you're not right. The party's over. Hmm. Pull a plug out the wall, have a good day, and, and keep moving. Hmm. And one thing I learned that that was a heavy emotion-based decision. Yep. You got to know how to play the game. This is all a game. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like to hear when I say life is a game. It's a game. It is a game. 
infinite game, but it's a game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a game. Monopoly and chess. Yeah. That's what this is. And then when we talk about the industry and pursuing success, yeah. Um, you gotta know how to play the game, bro. Yeah. And you got to go home and check yourself. If you got to go stand in a corner, hmm. whoever you got to pray to, like you said, Wusat workout, take the time to idle down. Then you move, but you have to be able to remove the emotions, bro. And you have to sometimes embrace people you don't want to embrace. You got to keep that smile on when you know you, it deserves a frown right mm -hmm. now. And that part is hard to do. That containing the ego. Containing the ego, mm -hmm. bro. And I battled with that for years because I was so quick to be like, I'm good, take care. Because I did everything myself. Yeah. You know, I'm big on punctuality. Hmm. When people that work for me and we work together and they late, you already lost a point with me whether you know it or not. Yeah, yeah. Things happen. Yeah. But if our shoot is at five, you're here at five thirty, you just lost you cost me money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and in the past I would be like, mm, find another shooter. Find another editor. Now, I'm looking for the the goodness in them for the mm -hmm. most part. Mm -hmm. Okay, hey man, I know you run a little late. Things happen, traffic. Um, if possible, can we leave a little bit earlier next time? Yeah. Um, just get to a place to where we don't want to make people feel like they're disposable. Mm -hmm. You know, because we need people. Absolutely. And the ego and emotion will have you firing everybody. <laughs> the entire building, you're done. Stick yeah. a fork in it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been trying my best to rule the ego. Yeah. Rule the emotion, bro. And understand that everybody's not like you. Everybody ain't raised like you. Mm -hmm. You might get up 5.30 every morning, work out, eat egg whites and eat av avocados <laughs> and, and get on your peloton. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. people sleep until 12. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, got to accept them for where they are. You got to accept yeah. them for where they are. Yeah, and my producer smiling back there. Because you're speaking fact. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to cut. I had to cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, They're going to wake up at 12, but they do good work, though. It's all good. Accept people for where they are. Right. So yeah, you, yeah. This is real. This is real. This we're speaking is, this facts. Is, this we're is real, facts. bro. Yeah. You know? So I'm trying my best every day, man, to yeah. be a better person. Yeah. Um, And to look at people for what they are, yeah. not for what I want them to be. Yeah. And just hoping that I'm raising my level of discernment, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing was the art of communication. Yep. For me, I believe I was able to improve my vernacular, my education uh, and communication through reading. I'm a huge proponent of reading. Yep. Two books a month, knock them out, right? Yep. What has been your keys to improving your communication? Um, reading will be on the lower end to a degree because everybody receives knowledge and wisdom differently. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Some are readers, some are listeners, some are visual. Mm -hmm. Mine mainly came from listening, hmm. um, listening and watching. Well, my communication, reading um, a lot of things in the spiritual world for the most part, um, some books, Abraham Hicks, Jim Rohn, um, Tony Robbins and um, 
but mainly Jim Rohn, mm -hmm. fire. Jim Rohn passed away a while ago. Great stuff to listen to every yeah. day. Yeah. He made clips in the late 80s mm -hmm. that is so relevant right now. Yeah. Um, listening to them, um, doing a little bit of reading, you know, for sure, but mainly being around the scholars, hmm. the educators. My mom's a, a, a educator, PhD, Dr. Addison, yeah. school teacher. Yeah. That, uh, my dad was um, an undertaker. You know, so I've been around it for yeah, the yeah. for the most part. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just always trying to put myself in circles and events and networking places mm -hmm. where people have a certain caliber of of communication. Yeah. You know, um, people that are very well read, well traveled. Yeah. Um, people you can just learn from, man. But that's been my thing, just being a big listener. Sure, sure. Um, with sprinkles of the reading mm -hmm. um, and just watching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's let's uh, change gears a yes, little sir. bit back to the content, right? It was yep. something interesting that you talked about wanting that twenty-four hour network, right? Yep. You talking about how much content that takes, right? Yeah. Well, we have social media now. That's a twenty-four hour network. That's, that's <laughs> exactly pretty what much, it is. right? Yep. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how you balance quantity and quality. I know me and my producer. Mm. I'm like, hey, we got to put stuff out. Right, you don't want to sacrifice quantity uh, for the quality, but you don't want to do vice versa either. Correct. Right. So tell me just how how you balance quantity and quality when it comes to producing and distributing content. In regards to distributing, um, like for let's say for our platform, social media, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I suck at that. Hmm. I don't have time for it. Hmm. I'm busy. Yeah. Not an excuse, just facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm busy, bro. Um, Social media is a full-time job. It is. In the era we're in, I interviewed um, an amazing um, media guru a while ago. And she told me, I asked her, I said, so we're in the year of 2021, going to 22. What is the game about? The quality of the product or the actual content? Hmm. She said, it's all content now. It's content. She said, quality's cool, but people are watching content through the lens of trash. Yep. Pixelation, um, images all over the place, text is all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's different. Yeah. For me, I'm never substituting quality. Ever. I'm never going to do that. Yeah. However, um, I can get low with you. But it's gonna be quality low though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm a quality buff, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so the show we produce now, members only, um, mm -hmm. the television series, right? I'm big on quality, brother. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the BTS. I've seen you. Yeah. I'm trying my best. <laughs> I see, yeah, yeah. So wait till we get some real money behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to dumb down quality. Yeah. I can change my surroundings to look like I'm in some crap, but we're gonna have high-end cameras in that crap. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it ain't really needed. People are becoming millionaires off of cell phones and iPads and tablets and yep. GoPros and yep. and to each his own. Everybody's journey ain't the same. Yeah, yeah. What you do with a GoPro and your iPhone, I may not be able to do sure, and sure. get the same results. Yeah. But in regards to quality, sir, 
that's one of my biggest problems. I don't know how to step away from the quality aspect of things. Yep. Yeah, I have a, a two-part question for you in yes, regards sir. to media, right? So yep. on the front end, you talked about quality, yep. right? Quality takes money and resources. Yes, it does. And so the, 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 the more the production gets more elaborate, more luxurious, the, the more people, the more hands, the more details, the more resources you need. So I want you to talk about that. How are you or what are you doing to be able to have the resources to create that quality content? And then on the, the, the back end of that, you talked about distribution, the importance of distribution. I'm the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So I can put a video on YouTube and get a million views, but it's not the same as saying, hey, I'm a director on Netflix. Right? So that's what we're trying to get to, right? Mm. So I would then ask you, uh, what are your keys to trying to talk to those distribution outlets, to talk to the ABC? How are you sending that email? How are you reaching out to those network execs? That's kind of my two-part question. Making the quality, getting the resource to do so, and then getting to the distribution. I'm going to tackle that distribution side first. You know what's crazy? I don't care to be on their networks. Hmm. To be, I, I would like it. It's yeah, a big yeah. deal, but I don't really care at the same time. Yeah. I've been in the game 23 years, man. Yeah. And not to get too deep on you, bro, but I done seen it all. Hmm. And I'm good on a lot of situations. Um, I don't like jumping through hoops. Yeah. Um, for certain levels of success, brother, there's an invoice that's going to come with that. Mm-hmm. I can't pay that invoice. Hmm. It ain't got nothing to do with money. Yeah. It's deeper than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm good on a lot of situations. So I don't really reach out to networks, to be honest with you, because hmm. I'm still building our thing. Yeah. And even when it gets to a certain place, if it gets on a network, great. If it doesn't, great. Yeah. My goal is to be able to change people's lives through hosp luxury hospitality, media, content creation, publications. Yeah. So um, I'm not really re sending a bunch of emails to them folks, man, because I know the game, bro. Yeah. Um, they going to come back and say, well, how many followers you got? Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's yeah. your numbers? Yeah. Um, and if you don't meet that criteria for yeah. them, oh, we'll circle back. Mm -hmm. And in my early years of always reaching out, yeah. I got burnt out. Hmm. I'm tired of reaching out. Let me just do me. Yeah. And we'll, we'll catch up to y'all yeah, in a minute, yeah. if it's yeah. meant to be, you know? Yeah. So now I'm not really sending a whole lot of uh, communications to, like you said, the Netflix and all these massive networks and production houses. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, um, maybe I should. I don't know. Uh, I'm very content. Yeah. To a degree. Sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm content where I'm at to a degree. Um, we, we're good on this end. We're, we found out that this is a process of time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's one step at a time. Yeah. You know, it's no real pressure for us to be anywhere mm -hmm. on anybody's network, um, to be received and liked by anybody, to get invites. We're good. Um, quality side, when it says, what do you do? You know, when you ask about the resources for the quality. Yeah. Folks, you're going to have to do a couple of things, right? I'm going to explain this. Right <laughs> now, okay. So you're either going to have to work a job. Ain't nothing wrong with working a job. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't work a job. Yeah. 
A lot of us are working the job. You know what I mean? We work a job to make sure the bills are paid and what's left, we invest into the quality. Yep. I'm going to be real about the options. If you ain't working a job, you're not a trust fund baby with uh, residuals coming in every month, quarterly, um, some kind of dividend coming to you, you're either doing something illegal, scamming, selling yourself. You do what you do, but you got options yeah. for me. <laughs> I would work the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would work the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because jail's not fun, guys. Yeah. I'm too sexy for jail, so I'm not, <laughs> not going. Yeah, yeah. Facts, <laughs> you know facts, facts, facts. We're not doing that. So yeah. um, you're going to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. To get your money. Yeah. To invest in it. And you got to have discipline. Yep. So we're working out of a lot of cities right now, right? Mm -hmm. So one of our focuses is that uh, Atlanta in South Florida. Okay. So we're working back in Atlanta right now. The pressure is on. Um, the designer drip is everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. The cars have loud pipes. <laughs> yeah. The women especially look expensive. Florida. Yeah, especially <laughs> in South Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, so the discipline has to be there. Yeah. So when you get money, don't go blow it all on drip. Don't get the car with the loud pipes all the time. It's okay to drive the Honda, yep. the 10- to 12-year-old vehicle, until you get where you need to get. Um, sacrificing, you're going to have to do a lot of that. Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. You said that. You yeah. said something just now. Yeah. Yeah. You have to combine all of these elements. Sometimes you got to stay home. Literally. Literally, Literally stay home. Stay home. Stay with the parents for a little longer. You know? Keep that, keep that cost of living down. Literally. No hookah and cocktails tonight. Yeah. Sacrifices. Yeah, no Papa Do's tonight. No Papa Do's. <laughs> no Houston's. Yeah. No Capitol Grill. Sometimes <laughs> you might have to go home and cook you a meal. There you go. Yeah. So we can do this production. Yeah. There you go. And I think that's some of the steps that's possibly needed for you to obtain the resources. Yeah. And also work on your business credit. There you go. Yeah. Start leveraging that. Yeah. Debt is not a bad thing. Now I was saying credit can be good Come if you on. use it right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It can be amazing. Buying power. Buying power, yeah, bro. Yeah. Get to a place to where you're not, you don't have to use your money no more. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it'll start panning out. But for me, get yourself in a place to where you can start buying your own equipment. Yeah. Owning the thing. Mm -hmm. to when, so when it's time to go and cut the lights on and record, all you need is some operators. That's it. In a building. Yep. You know, start owning your production. Mm -hmm. Own that sucker, man. And then I think everything else comes from there. The last thing I got for you, yes, this is called The Secrets of Silent Success. Yep. Right? We've talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about communication. We talked about elevating your circle. Yep. But if you had to give me one key to TW's success, what is that secret? Let that rejection that you receive every day be the ultimate level of motivation. Let it be the fuel to your fire. Everybody that tell you no, let, that, let it turn that fire up. I'm going to speak in the camera. Go okay? for it. You got it. That girl don't want you, turn the fire up. The job don't want you, 
Unfortunately, we have to choose another candidate. No worries. Turn the fire up. You go to shop your demo, whatever it is. Uh, it's not that dope. Circle. No worries. Go back home and get in training mode. I, I recommend everybody watch Rocky Four, hmm. the ultimate get back. When you think you got it all and you think you dope, and somebody come and knock you and your people down, literally wipe y'all out, you got to go back and train in the cold. Yeah. On some Siberia type, Russian type joint, you got you to freeze it out. Grow the beard out. Take the, the gloves off, the knuckles off, uh, the tape off. Bare knuckle, never give up. Let the rejection, let the rejection be the highest form of motivation for you. Never give up. Take a break. Yeah. Take a break, but never give up. That's what I would tell thee. Yeah, cool. We're gonna leave it right there, brother. I appreciate you, man. We'll do it again in Atlanta, hopefully. We'll do it oh, again we're gonna sometime. do it in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. For sure, for sure. So I appreciate you all for watching this episode of Secrets of Solid Success. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you on the next one.